What's good, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, we are talking about college and how it's pretty much useless. Now, let's get right into it. So I could go on to all the ways that you already know about the calls going up and all this bullshit. You already know this stuff. We're not going to talk about it in that way. It's not the Mackie way to talk about the stuff that people already know about. That is common knowledge. We all know college prices are going up and people are in debt for longer and they can't find jobs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we already know all that stuff. But here's the real issue. I want to get into the real issue of college and why it doesn't work and how we can actually fix it. So the core problem with college is an economics problem. It's a simple economics problem. And there's a a pretty simple principle that everybody should know if you want to get into economics. And I'll boil it down to the essentials. And it's basically, if everybody can have it, then it ain't worth shit. (laughs) If everybody can have a college education, then college ain't worth shit. And it's pretty simple, right? Everybody has a dollar. Therefore, a dollar doesn't get you much. Everybody has a cell phone. Therefore, having a cell phone is not valuable or super important or makes you stand out in any special way. Once upon a time, a long time before I was born, and probably sometime when you were a kid, depending on how old you are, way back in the day, once upon a time, college was uh, not very easy to access. You had to be very smart. You had to have a ton of potential and a ton of work ethic and a whole bunch of other valuable attributes. But now, pretty much anybody can get in, which means the dumb kids are getting in, the super dumb kids are getting in, the actually retarded kids are getting in. (laughs) Everybody's getting into college. And what happens is, in the classroom, in order to have success, and for the school to have success, that means to have more people coming in the door, you have to lower the bar of the actual content that you're teaching. If you're teaching to people who have an IQ of 75, maybe somebody does have an IQ of 75 in the college classroom, but whatever that lowest person is at, the curriculum has to go down to that level so that everybody can get it. The same thing, of course, happens in regular school. You have the dumb kids. Usually the public school kind of does better than the, the college system where that people are separated by their general level of intelligence. That's why you have AP classes and honors classes and the regular classes and then the slow classes. But even within those classes, you have to go to the lowest common denominator in terms of the complexity and the speed at which you can teach. So there's the first big issue. Everybody can have education, therefore it's not worth shit. And I want to give you a little bit of history here why this is very important, that everybody cannot have everything, right? Back when it was very hard to get into college, when you had to have excellent grades, excellent worth ethic, and uh, college was never that expensive before the government got involved, but let's say it was expensive. You would have to have all these things about yourself, and then you would have to apply to get in and all the stuff that we're used to doing. So only a few select people got into college, which means that those people were looked at by the marketplace, and by the marketplace, I mean the job marketplace, as having higher IQs, uh, greater ability to understand and integrate information and act on it in a way that will increase profits or increase the impact that they could have on whatever organizations that they're involved in. And the reason that people, organizations, companies looked at colleges as something very essential for their employees to have is because it was a proxy for an IQ test because IQ tests explicitly had been banned by the government through a Supreme Court case back in the day. So companies can't do IQ tests, which means to say they can't test people to see if they have the smarts, have what it takes to get the job done. So instead of doing that, they got to work around and say, hey, we were going to require a college degree. A college degree should give us a, a good indication of where your intelligence is at, and we can work from you from there. 
So that is why a lot of places had college requirements up until very recently. And now it's pretty obvious that um, having a college requirement is actually detrimental because everybody can get into college, therefore it's not worth anything because you have to lower the the curriculum to the lowest common denominator, which is the dumbest kid from the dumbest class at your public school. And there's no way to separate the intelligent people from the less intelligent people unless you're going strictly by majors. The high IQ people are doing philosophy, economics, um, doctors, lawyers, all that type of stuff. And then the dumbest people are doing the social sciences. That's one way to do it. But in general, it's very hard to discern the smart people from the dumb people in college now. I don't know if you've heard this term. I've heard it used a few times. And it's a really good, it's a really good saying. It's called um, degree inflation or education inflation or something like that. It is not referring to the cost of going to school. It's referring to the amount of schooling that you need to stick out in the marketplace nowadays. So everybody has a bachelor's degree. Everybody goes to college. Even the dumb, dumb kids can pass if they really want to. So the companies are like, yeah, we don't really care that you have that. But if you have a master's or whatever's the next level after bachelor's, I don't know, whatever that next level is, you can stick out more in the, in the marketplace with your applications. Oh, this person has a, a master's and blah, blah, blah. This person might actually be smart. But then more people will go for the master's, right? And then you have to go to the next level, which is PhD? I don't know. Whatever the next level is at the master's. And that's how you stick out again. But then, of course, more and more people are going to go for the PhD eventually. And a lot of people are going for PhDs and master's and higher degrees because they don't want to go into the workforce. They want to extend that semi-adolescent teenage years until they can't no more. But anyway, you get the point. Everybody has a, uh, a bachelor's. Everybody goes to college for four or five years to get that first degree. So it's worth nothing. So a certain percentage of them go on to the next level in order to get themselves to stick out a little bit more. And they do. But, of course, more people are realizing that having a bachelor's is not enough. So they go for the master's. And then the master's gets watered down in terms of value in the marketplace. And then they go for the Ph.D. or whatever's next. And then that gets devalued and on and on and on. It's very, uh, it's a very predictable thing that if people have something... Then it becomes worth less and less over time. But basic economics is something that they don't teach in college. They don't teach in in uh, public school. And for good reason. <laughs> because it goes against their direct interest of getting people in the door, paying thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in debt to get a piece of paper that won't be worth anything when they leave. So they can't teach you that. They cannot teach you basic economics. All right. So that's the pure economics of it. As a summary, if everybody can have it, then it ain't worth shit. Everybody can have a college education, so it's not worth shit. Everybody can get a bachelor's, so now you have to get a master's if you want to stick out in the marketplace. But then everybody realizes that a bachelor's isn't worth shit, so they go for the master's, and then the master's isn't worth shit, and then they go for the PhD or whatever's next, and then eventually that won't be worth shit. And all of this is because we can't companies aren't allowed to do IQ tests, so they can't determine if you're able to do a job before you can before they hire you. So they used college degrees as a proxy for an IQ test. But since everybody going to college, they can't. It's pretty much ground zero again. They can't determine who is smart, who is not smart, who can actually do the stuff, who won't do the stuff. And this is why they keep upping the ante. We want you to have 10 years of experience uh, for your entry level job. (laughs) That's why companies are saying this stuff. They're trying to find a proxy for IQ as fast as they can in whatever way they can. And they're not doing it in the right way, in my opinion. There's better ways to go about it, but... Yes, that's the economics of it. All right, now I want to talk about a general principle 
that everyone should know about. But I want to talk about it in specifics first. And I want to talk about it specifically, of course, to education. So education is a government program. You understand that, right? K through 12 is a government run program where the schools, no matter if they're private or public, have a certain curriculum that they have to go through, things they have to teach in a certain way. And what is the result? The result is uneducation. And I mean, really uneducation, like 12 years sitting in the government classroom and you you aren't educated at all. You're so uneducated that you need to go spend tens of thousands of dollars to go to the next level of education so you can be dumber again. Education has done a great job at uneducating the people so well that they have to go tens of thousands, some people hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt just to be worth something in the marketplace. Now I want to extrapolate that principle I just laid out into the general principle, which is that pretty much all government programs result in the opposite of its stated intentions. So education programs result in uneducation. Welfare programs result in uneducation. Government programs only do one thing and one thing consistently and profitably all the time, which is increase the size of government, which is to say more government employees on the books, more taxes getting taken from the people, more inflation being created, and the government grows and they get more power because of it. If you don't believe me, look at every single government program and tell me if it actually stated if its stated purpose has been accomplished or if it's on the way to being accomplished. Because what happens is they say, hey, we're going to help these people do X. And they start, quote, helping these people. And then the problem gets worse. And then you know what they do? They create another program that helps the other program complete X. And then it gets worse. And then another program is created. And blah, blah, blah. Add on infinitum. If you want to know what the real purpose of education is, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago. It's called Socialization equals socialism. If you want to know more about the real purpose of education, which is uneducation, to put it in one word, you can go there and listen to that. But in terms of, I want to keep this one a little bit, not so long, so I'm going to move on. All right, so now that we know that everyone can have education, therefore it is worth nothing, and that education is pretty much a proxy for IQ for employers, and since they can't judge IQ anymore through explicit tests or through the education system, they're requiring all these years of experience just to get an entry-level job. And, of course, that's not the right way to go about it. So what are the actual solutions here? And these aren't just uh, me talking on my ass. These are stuff that has actually been done in the real marketplace. So if you're an employer, you can try this stuff for yourself. And the first solution is an IQ test. Now, IQ tests are banned. You aren't allowed to do IQ tests, but you can give IQ tests. <laughs> I know I know it sounds like I'm trying to tell you to break the law, but no, I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you to break the law. All you have to do, for example, uh, I'm a programmer. To get a programming job, you most likely have to do a, a programming exercise that proves that you can do this stuff. Create an exercise that proves that somebody can do the stuff in the hiring process. And bam, you got your IQ test. And you got your knowledge test. And you have your persistence test. And you have your all your other tests roll up into one. If you've done any programming and had looked into getting a job at Google or Facebook or one of these huge tech companies, right? They make you go through so many freaking tests. It's like they give you an entry-level test just to get an interview. So you do the test to get an interview. And then if you make it to the interview, they give you two tests in an interview. They give you a written test where you have to type something out. And then they give you a verbal test where you have to talk to somebody about your solution and the steps you took to get that to that solution. It's a whole... Big IQ tests wrapped around programming languages and 
problem solving and all that stuff. And the next thing to do, which the, if we had a real education system, which we don't have, we have an uneducation system or a miseducation system, if you want to call it that. Another thing that you could do is wage a wage share. And what I mean by that, I'll use another pro- program example. So there's these things called programming boot camps. What happens is you sign up for one of these boot camps, you pay them tuition, depending on what school it is. Let's say it's 10 grand. 10 grand in six months, they say, we'll get you a job. In six months, give us 10 grand, we'll give you a job. And you go there for six months and you get a job and they say, hey, uh, we got you your job. You owe us a certain percentage of your paycheck. And that way they get paid based on the performance of the people that go through their boot camp. A real education system would do this. They would say, hey, we're going to give you this education that we only get paid if you get paid. So we're going to ask you for the small fee, whether that be whatever tuition is. And tuition wouldn't be as high as it is now. It wouldn't be 30 grand a year, 50 grand a year. It would be some way, way, way smaller. You would come in. They would give you a test before you get in to say, hey, you hit, you have the potential to do this program, so we'll let you in. Just give us a small fee. They would educate you, and they would say, hey, you're not going to pay us until you get paid. You're not going to pay us anymore until you get paid. So we'll go through the program. We'll give you everything you need to be successful. You go out there, and you be successful. And we're going to ask for a small percentage of your paycheck for X amount of years. Coding boot camps do this. Um, what you call it? Um, welders, they do this. This is being employed in a ton of industries. So it is a proven model that works. Now I want to talk about the future, way off in the distance. For me, I'm looking at 20, 2050, shoot, 20, well, 2035, right? 2035, I have a five-year-old child, assuming. I have a child that 30 years old, and I got to have to figure out how to educate that child. Well, I know for sure that I'm not going to put them in the education system because the education system results in miseducation or uneducation. I'm personally a big advocate of homeschooling, so if you have the resources, the belief, the will to get it done, you should definitely do that. And the school system is just getting worse and worse and worse, and it's like, it's growing exponentially. It was a very slow decay in the beginning, and now it's just, it's a rapid decline. It's very easily um, seeable or visible. Just type online, college professor does stupid stuff, right? And they're just pumping this propaganda and all this dumb stuff onto the kids. And they're dumber and dumber and they're lazier and they're lazier. And they're not going to be worth anything on the marketplace. And they're going to be living at home. And they're going to be socialists as a result. They they believe that they should have something because they went to education, through the education system. And they're going to vote to take resources away from other people who, who either went to the education system and actually turned it around for themselves and became productive. Or for the people who skipped out, like myself, and who became productive... And they're going to want to take from me also. I wish I had some hard sources for you, but reading levels are going down. Comprehension levels are going down. Math skills are going down. I was a daycare teacher for a couple of years when I was a teenager and a very young man. And I dealt with a lot of kids who were in school, five to eight-ish, and they bring home or bring to the daycare homework and stuff. I tell you what, man, those kids are dumb as hell. (laughs) They were dumb as hell. And it's not their fault. But it is just observation. When I was five or six, I could read uh, appropriate books for my age. But half of those kids cannot read a book. Half of them couldn't write coherent sentences. Most of them could not do basic math. Shit show. Shit show is what the education system is. It's a shit show, and you should not have your kids involved if you have to, if you can. One day in the future, 
somebody, and that somebody may well be me, will have a solution for parents who want to uh, homeschool their kids and teach them all the necessary things that will get them to be economically viable in whatever the economy is at that time because it's going to change a lot. It's going to be wildly different from what it is now, seeing that we have automation coming from all directions. And, of course, we have labor competing from other countries where they'll, they'll take 20, 20 bucks for a day instead of 20 bucks an hour like it is here. So that's one of the things I have planned for myself in the future. First, got to figure out how I'm going to educate my own children. And then maybe I'll figure out a way how to educate other people's children. But, yeah, that's all i got to say. College is a useless piece of shit. And it's because everybody can have it. If everybody can have it, then it's not worth anything. Everybody has a dollar, so it's not worth anything. Everybody has a cell phone, so you're not special if you have a cell phone. Everybody has a laptop, so therefore you're not special if you have a laptop. Most dudes are 5'8", five, 5'9", five, so you're not special if you're 5'8", to 5'9". A whole bunch of stuff. If everybody has it, then it is not worth it. It is not worth anything. It is worthless. Government education does not result in education. It results in miseducation or uneducation. And all government programs accomplish the opposite of its stated intentions. And the only thing it does accomplish is um, government growth. And solutions, bringing back the IQ test and law, or you just create your own test if you're an employer that are kind of like a proxy for IQ, but aren't actually testing IQ. And then, of course, you could do training programs where you promise people education that will give them a job in exchange for a percentage of their wages into the future. And if we had a real education system, that would be the model that we would be using in college instead of going into tens of thousands of dollars of debt up front with no guarantees of a job on the back end. In the education of the future, I think we're going to be divided into two pretty basic groups in society. We're going to have the homeschool kids who are peacefully parented and then all the other kids who are going to public school and they're being beat and disciplined in the wrong way by their parents. <laughs> Those homeschool kids with quality parents, they're going to soar and they're going to take over the world in terms of having all the opportunities come to them because they can actually handle them and they can grow and meet the challenges of the future. And then the other kids, they're going to be like, no, we want socialism now because we can't have anything. We don't have the skills. And we went into government debt and all this stuff and we couldn't get anywhere. So, yeah, we're just going to vote to take that stuff away from you. That is the battle of the future that we're headed towards. Homeschool your kids so you're so you on the right side. And, yeah, this last bit was a little rancy, but I'm sure you get the point. And with that, I'll see you in the next one, and peace out.